four. Let me write down the time. Four. Father, thank you for this day and thank you for this time together as a family to read your word. Please watch over and keep us as we read your word. Open our eyes and open our ears. Lord God, please help us to receive all that you have for us, all that you want for us in the third epistle of John. Help us to see the parts that, that, that aren't on the surface, Lord. Give us revelation of the message that's under the message, Lord God. And open it up to us. Amaze us. Reveal Deep, Lord. Holy Spirit, we welcome you as always. Always we welcome you. Teacher of teachers. Come and teach us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That was, a, that was a Freudian slip right there, Dad. That was for you and me right there at the end. I said, in Jesus' name we pray, old men. That was for me and Dad right there. I there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For the third epistle of John, here we are. This is the elder. The elder is John, as we discussed last night. Unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Okay? Or, or Gaius is, is, uh, is, is the presbyter, right? Or, or maybe he's a leader of the church. We don't, we're not sure yet. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Okay? Even as thy soul prospereth. So he acknowledges the fact that, that, that this Gaius is, is spiritually growing. And he's spiritually mature. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. My mom sent me one, us uh, a, uh, framed, a framed copy of that verse right there that I have at the bottom of our stairs. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Amen. Amen. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to the strangers. And so, in other words, he's saying, whatever it is that you do, whatever kind of work you're doing for the Lord, whatever, wherever you're working at in the kingdom, I want to acknowledge to you that I recognize that you're doing it faithfully. Yeah. Which have borne witness to thy charity before the church. Whom, if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. What's he saying? They have testified before this church about your love, about your faithfulness. And you will do well to help them on their way in a manner worthy of the service of God. Because that for his name's sake they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We therefore or to receive such, that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. So he's saying they started out, or they went out for the love of the name of Jesus, accepting nothing from the heathen. They didn't accept any gifts from the heathen. They wouldn't, they wouldn't accept it because they felt like it, was, it wasn't right. 
that that isn't the way that God wanted it done. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have the preeminence among them, received us not. So we said, I sent a letter to the congregation, but he who is fond of taking first place among them, Diotrephes, does not acknowledge our authority or refuses to listen to us. So even the churches 2,000 years ago had the same power plays that we see today. Yep. There are people that settle in, they get the people behind them, and they're the biggest mouth in the South, and they stand up in front of everybody and ward off all good doing, all well doing. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds, which he does, praying against us with malicious words, and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbids them that would. And cast them out of the church. So what did this guy do? He said, "He said, therefore, when I come, I won't forget his conduct. Don't worry. Prayed him against us with malicious words. He ridiculed us with a wicked tongue. Or he laid baseless and spiteful charges against us. And not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren. And if this was not enough, he doesn't take the brothers into his house. And forbids them that would, and he interferes with those who would do so. But actually, forbids those who would do so. So that's what he does: is he so that's what he does is he actually prevents the other Christians from doing what's right by these folks. He actually gets in the middle of them and, and tells them to stop. Don't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one thing to make a decision for yourself that you don't want to do something. It's a whole nother thing when you go to the other Christians and say, no, 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 don't help that guy or don't help those people. You don't know what they're going to do with the money. You don't know what they're going to do with that gift. They're going to go and do something rotten with it. And cast them out of the church. He expels them out of the church. So this, this dude forbids other people to help them, and if they do, he kicks them out. Beloved, follow not. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that does good is of God, and he that does evil hath not seen God. So in a car? <laughs> he that does evil hath not seen God. Demetrius has good report of all men and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record, and you know that our record is true. I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall sort shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee. Our friends salute thee. Greet the friends by name. Now, I have a question for everybody to ponder for, for open discussion. We're finished with the chapter there. We finished the first job. So when he says, when he says, I'm going to deal with him shortly. I won't forget the way that he acted. I'll, I'll be dealing with him shortly. What do you think he meant? He's he going to get rid of him. 
And 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 how? I mean, did, 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 is he saying? Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm saying. Is he saying I'm going to beat the tar out of him when I get there? No. No. No, he's not. No, he'll he'll do it like the Bible says to do it uh, by two or three witnesses. Yeah. And then, and then if that doesn't work, well, then you take him for the church. Exactly. That's and and that's what I wanted to spur that thought process because that. At least, especially for the young people, that leaves an open-ended. Uh, I'm I'm going to get a vendetta. I'm 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 going to get you when I get there. Yeah. And and listen, I I guarantee you what this guy was doing. There was already some prayers. There was already some prayers laid down about this, because the the disciples, the early disciples, did not mess around. They would turn someone over to Satan. There's no no doubt about it. If somebody wanted to be evil, if they were making a choice to corrupt the church, if they were if they were causing the church not to act with one accord and not to act in love, they would they would absolutely um, uh, turn a person over to Satan. Uh, Paul did that with a man, uh, the son of a father, yeah, who had intercourse with his father's wife. Yes. And he said those very words. And then in chapter five, I believe, of Second Corinthians, he scolded them for not taking him back in when he corrected himself. That's right. And asked for repentance. And then we know uh, we, we, we know that Peter dealt with a couple of, of folks who were corrupting the unity of the church as well by holding back and lying about what they had done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and King Saul, he kept back the animals and the prisoners when he was supposed to slaughter everything. He was supposed to kill everything. Everything. Um, then in Joshua 7, we had the family that took gold and buried it under their tent. Yeah, I just read that this morning. Yep. So, um, holding back, hiding, propagating wickedness. Uh, brings condemnation upon, upon the corporate body and it has to be sought out it has to be addressed it has to be addressed is the point that's that's really the point that I wanted to make here is is that is that wickedness corruption um, hiding wickedness those type of things will bring condemnation upon the corporate body and they must be directly dealt with. Yes. We like to say, leave well enough alone. We like to turn our face away. But when it comes to the corporate body of, of Christ, the body of Christ, when we know that there is a festering wound in the body of Christ and we leave it, when there is a sin in the body of Christ and we leave it, when there is a corruption in the body of Christ and we turn our face away, then we bring con condemnation on the whole body. Yeah, it's just like the uh, yeast that God says to get rid of. Exactly. A little leaven leavens the whole loaf. Uh-huh. And if you don't deal with it, then... And, and that's the very reason that if over and over in the Old Testament, it says that others might see that the, they are corrected and how serious it is. Yes. Amen. And and I and I strongly feel one of the leadings that I feel, one of the movements I feel rumbling in the spiritual currents going on around us, is that this is the time for the church to learn what it means to act with one accord. If we want power, 
if we want to walk in the supernatural, if we want to see the phenomena, the, the, the supernatural power of God running through the body of Christ, we have to understand what it means to act with one accord, to purge ourselves, to come, to come spotless, to purge ourselves of filth and corruption, and, and, and to submit ourselves to leadership in some instances so that the body can act and function with one accord. Okay, with that horn sound, um, Dad, <laughs> that's, that's the end of First John, Dad. The floor's yours. Okay, where are we going next? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Where Where would you guys like to go next? I would like to start with the epistles, Galatians, or in Book of Acts. I like Galatians. I like Galatians, and then we'll go Acts after that. Yeah, we'll go Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Sounds good. Father, your word is so precious. As we've come tonight to listen and study together and just enjoy one another. And Lord, what a fellowship, even though we're not, we're miles apart and yet we're together. And Father, you said where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you'll be with them. And Father, we're grateful. We're grateful because you're so gracious to us. We're grateful, Father, because you provide our every need. We're grateful, Father, because Christ died on that cross to not only forgive us, to give us redemption, but also, Lord, to heal our bodies. And we receive these things from you, Lord, tonight. We receive the, the thought in Melanie's heart, Father. We know, God, you're doing the work. Sometimes we don't see the fullness of it. But Lord, we know that you work in our lives every day. And Father, I'm grateful to you, Father, for my 86 years. That you have blessed me beyond the 70, 16 years. And Father, we're grateful that we can come before you tonight and just Praise your precious and holy name. You are a gracious God. You are a mighty God. The God who saves. Lord, as we come, we come and pray for our family. I lift up Gwen to you, Father, and I thank you for her. I thank you for her relentless service to me and helping me get things done. I thank you, Father, for Melanie and Catherine and Cecilia, Father, ask God your blessings over them. Over Olive, ask you, Lord, just to touch her life and direct her paths. I pray for Mel, uh, for uh, Sky and Maria, Father. I ask God that you will just touch their hearts and bring such peace and joy in their lives and home, Father, that it will just be shalom. I ask you, Lord, to bless Jacob and Raiden. Direct those young men's lives. Direct them, Lord, in their future. I speak, Father, prosperity over them. I speak, Lord, 
of, of men of God walking with you. Lord, we lift up Tannis to you, Lord, to draw back to you, Father, this young man, and show him the love that you have for him, Father. Lift up Aaron and Elise to you. Ask your blessings over that home. Ask you, Lord, to bless John. God, just touch his heart and touch his life, Father, and give him, Lord, a hope and a future. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing with this virus, Lord, that is gone throughout this country. We know, God, that you're in charge. We know, God, this is of the enemy. And you, you Lord, will prevent your children from getting this plague. And so, Lord, we ask your protection over us. May your mighty hand, Lord, save us. Your righteous right hand, Father. Lord, I pray that you would direct our president in every word he speaks. Every line he says, Father. And Lord, we ask you, Lord, to give him wisdom in every choice, every decision. And I pray, Father, that you will rid this country of the evil that has taken over. Thank you, Father, for the man that you put in office, Father, to do just that. We know, God, that that many are bought off. And it's so difficult, Lord, to begin the work that needs to be done, Father. And we know, Lord, that we need honest judges. And I speak, Lord, over that situation, Father, that we will continue getting more and more judges that believe in <coughs> and truth. We thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in this country. I pray for our local community. I ask God that you would bless. I speak against the curse of poverty in San Antonio, Father, and the curse of witchcraft. I ask God that you will guide lives and touch lives and draw them away from these things, Father. Pray, Lord, for Sky's Church and Mel's Church, Father. I ask God that you bring an enormous blessing, Lord, over these, these places, Father. We ask this in Jesus' precious name tonight. Amen. 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 Y'all be blessed. You too, Dad. Love you, family. Love you. Uh Okay. Good night. Thank you. Mom said good night.